0: Thank you very much, my dear listener, for choosing our station. This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mawangi. Today we'll be having a Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. The story is about Jesus answers questions. Thereafter, we'll be having Brother Steve Rundu talk about sharing the Lord during the Bible segment. To start off, here's a song, There's a Land by Faith for Today. we yeah. yeah. It is now time to welcome the Babylonian Living Sound to share with us, Karibu.
1: This meeting will come to order. His Highness, Chief Priest Caiaphas, has asked me to give a full account of the reasons and purposes of this special meeting. In membership, we are composed of different groups with different points of view. Some of our fine members hold that the nation of Israel should obey without question the Roman edicts. Many of our members are Pharisees. Others are Sadducees. Long have these groups been at odds. Long has hate been exchanged between them. But for the purpose for which this meeting has been called, it is hoped that past differences and hatred will be forgotten. Our purpose? To do away with Jesus!
2: <laughs> <laughs> quiet, quiet,
1: please! Now, August members of the Sanhedrin, Your Chairman, His Highness, Chief Priest, Caiaphas!
2: <laughs> right. Members,
1: the time is short. The people are ready and anxious to crown the man from Nazareth as King of Israel. Jesus himself is ready and waiting. He rode into Jerusalem, as all Israelite kings have ridden to their coronations. He stands in the temple as its guardian. Already the people obey him, not us. He must be put to death. We will lay a trap for him, a double-jawed trap from which there is no escaping. We have laid traps before, your highness. Always he has made his escape. From this trap there will be no escaping. In the past, we have been rather foolish. We've sent older Pharisee spies, men whom Jesus knows best sight. This time we will send young men, men of vitality and vigor, men whom Jesus does not know and who are well able to make him think that they are sincere. Uh, Please, please refrain from this outburst of applause. Time is short. We must hasten with our plans. We have a plan which is simplicity itself. First, one of the young Herodians will question Jesus thusly. Master, we know that thou sayest and teachest the way of God truly. Is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or no? And Jesus will answer one way or the other. But what if he doesn't? He will. If his answer is that it's unlawful to pay tribute to Caesar, we'll report him to the Roman authorities and he'll be arrested for inciting rebellion. Perchance he says it is lawful. Then we will discredit him with the people as opposing the law of God. There will be several Herodians to testify in Jesus' trial...
0: Master, we know that thou sayest and teachest rightly. Neither acceptest thou any person, but teachest the way of God truly. Is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar, or no?
3: Why tempt ye me, ye hypocrites? Bring unto me a piece of money. Here you are, Lord, a Roman coin. Whose image and superscription is this on the coin? Caesar's. Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God... The things that are God's. There
1: just was no answer to his remarks, Your Highness. Yes, I understand. He's much wiser than we thought. This means we must now put into effect plan number two. We are Sadducees, and would that thou answer a question, Master moses said if a man die having no children his brother shall marry his wife and raise up seed unto his brother now there were seven brothers and the first when he had married a wife died and having no children left his wife unto his brother likewise the second also and the third and so on down to the seventh and last of all the woman died also
3: therefore in the resurrection Whose wife shall she be of the seven? Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. But as touching the resurrection of the dead, have ye not read that God is not the God of the dead, but of the living?
1: Jesus put the Sadducees to shame. We will yet provoke him to speak that which can be used against him. If I can persuade a certain lawyer, a very wise and prudent man, to question Jesus on the importance of the commandment.
3: Master, which commandment is the greatest of all? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, for it flows out of it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Well, Master, thou hast said the truth. For there is one God, and there is none other but he. And to love him with all the heart, and with all the understanding, and with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all, whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Thou art not far from the kingdom of God.
1: And no man was able to answer him a word. Neither durst any man from that day
0: forth ask any more questions. I hope that you've indeed enjoyed that story from the Bible in Living Sound. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about this program. Write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box four two seven six 100 Nairobi, Kenya. Our Email addresses is nairobi at ek.adventist.org. Let us now listen to Faith for Today with a song, Wakati Wa Majaribu. Is Adventist World Radio the voice of hope? I hope that you're enjoying the show from wherever you are. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Brother Steve,
4: sharing the Lord. Our key text. Today comes from the book of Exodus, chapter 18, verses 13 to 27. The next day Moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people, and they stood around him from morning till evening. When his father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he said, "'What is this you are doing for the people? Why do you alone sit as judge?' Why all these people stand around you from morning till evening? Moses answered him and said, Because the people come to me to seek God's will. Whenever they have a dispute, it is brought to me and I will decide between the parties and inform them of God's decrees and laws. Moses' father-in-law replied, What you are doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you, you cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me and I will give you some advice, and may God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God and bring the disputes to him. Teach them the decrees and laws and show them the way to live and the duties they are to perform. But select capable men from all the people, men who fear God, trustworthy, men who had dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Have them serve as judges for the people at all times, but have them bring every difficult case to you, the simple cases they can decide themselves. That will make your Lord a lighter, because they will share it with you. If you do this, and God so commands, you will be able to stand the strain, and all these people will go home satisfied. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said, he chose capable men from all Israel and made them leaders of the people, officials of a thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. They served as judges for the people at all times. The difficult cases they brought to Moses, but the simple ones, they decided, to, decided them themselves. Then Moses sent his father-in-law on his way, and Jethro returned to his own country. Brethren, stewardship, his leadership roles, requires a, a willingness to delegate responsibilities. Jethro encouraged Moses to share the Lord by distributing aspects of the work among other trustworthy and capable individuals within the community. We find in Acts chapter 6 verses 1 to 6, testimonies showing us a similar dynamic at work in a New Testament setting. Appropriate and equitable allocation of human resources is especially important in the contemporary church where 20% of the people often do 80% of the work. Grossly disproportionate workloads in the church point to ineffective stewardship of the gifts God has appointed throughout the community of faith. We all have strengths, and we all are called to use our gifts and abilities for the good of the body. See Romans chapter 12, verses 4 up to 8, and 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. We are called and encouraged to enable others to use their, theirs as well. Janus giving stewardship Bible study notes for Exodus over insightful advice for the leaders interested in encouraging others to help shoulder the burden of the work to which a particular congregation has been called, particularly in the area of financial stewardship. I will read it. For a church to obey Christ's command To participate in generosity and sacrifice, it needs pastors and lay leaders who will faithfully preach about giving and humbly model their giving. There are several ways a lay leader may work toward getting others on board in creating a generous church. Much donations to an important work of your church or relevant ministry. To recruit friends to join you in a short-term mission trip. Three, challenge others to join a financial accountability group. Four, when given the opportunity to share your testimony, lead Sunday school or speak at Christian gatherings, don't hesitate to discuss Christian financial discipleship. Five, volunteer to develop or lead a financial stewardship course. In addition to these important steps, simply setting an example of radical generosity can become a powerful way of leading others or into a generous lifestyle. When radical steps are taken, such as the selling of property or cars or the downsizing of homes to raise money for world missions, it is difficult for such things to remain secret even if you do not publicly talk about it. Discussing such decisions will close friends or simply letting the trickle-down effect of radical giving quietly impact your church can produce major impacts in the lives of other lay leaders. Acts chapter 4, 34 to 37 is a great example of this. Remember, it is not our job to change hearts and minds, but it is our job to live and teach faithfully, even if we are only impacting one life at a time. One Bill Pollard, CEO of ServiceMaster, reinforces Jethro's advice to Moses to share the load. Delegation is essential to effective decision-making. Leaders should keep pushing decisions-making downward and should resist the natural tendency to delegate upward. We should be champions of the principle of subsidiarity and recognize that it is a sin to steal a person's right or ability to make decisions. Think about this, brethren. What gifts and abilities do you have that you can share with the church? And how are you using your gifts? And what can you do to encourage others to use their gifts too in the church? Let us all learn how to share the Lord. We are told that the fields are ready, but the workers are few. Let us share the Lord. Let us pray that God can teach us how to do the same. We pray. O Lord Almighty, I do pray that you please show me ways in which I can serve you better, efficiently, and appropriately. Please, Lord, I pray that you lead me to encourage others also to seek to serve you even better than they are. Open my eyes, Lord, to see where I am wrong as a leader, where I do not share the Lord with others, and also, Lord, I pray that if I have a talent that I am not putting into place, Lord, show me how to give in to put my input in the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have been able to show me your love and oh, teach me how to share this love of you as to others. I have prayed all this, trusting and believing. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: We have come to the end of our show for today. Please send us your views, comments, or questions about this program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 422 Code 100 Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at aka.adventist.org. I've been a host, friend, and presenter, Samuel Mangin. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed.
2: Oh